welcome to the last show of our second season. I'm Dana. And I'm Jim. Today we're doing our beer in review with a very special guest, and we will be discussing our trip to Treehouse Brewing Company. But first, beer. Beer in review, 2019. <laughs> 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 our last episode of 2019, the official beer in review, and we have our very special friend on the show today. His name is Dan Fennell, and he is the head bar guy, god of <laughs> Beer Noggin. Uh, has quite the fan base here at Beer Noggin in Bronx, uh, Bronxville, New York. And, and we've been trying to get him on the show forever, so yes. this is exciting. Yeah, so this is a very exciting Barely day for us. never. It's an honor <laughs> yes. to be here. I love you guys. Awesome. awesome. Um, so, Dana and I went up to Massachusetts to my brothers for Christmas, and on the way back... Uh, it was only right for us to stop at Treehouse Brewing Company, uh, which is in Charlton, Mass., right where the Mass Pike hits Route 84. So it was perfect. Uh, kind of intersected you know, our pathway home. Uh, and we picked up some freshies up there. 68 cans, to be exact. 68 cans. Uh, had some orders from our friends back home, uh, including Dan here. Uh, so we brought some cans back for some of our friends that frequent the beer noggin. And we have, what do we want to start off with? I'll let you pick. Dan, you pick. What do you want to start uh, with? I'm going to say Hayes. We'll probably, start with Hayes? You know. Okay, cool. Do you want to talk to Hayes a little bit? Hi, Hayes. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this What's is an IPA. Uh, ABV is 8.2. Uh, it is... Saturated double IPA and sorry, I'm trying to find a good spot to start here. <laughs> it has flavors and aroma of orange juice, fresh peach, and papaya, yeah. offset by a gentle bitterness. What do you like about this beer, Dan? Um, I mean, I, I think, like you said, being offset by that gentle bitterness, it's uh, it's fruity, it's juicy, it's everything you want without it being overly sweet. And just somehow incredibly balanced and dangerously drinkable at 8.2%, which is something that Treehouse, compared to a lot of other brewers, seems yeah. to do so, so well. I mean, it's unbelievable, yeah. The but, beers, we had, we got these cans while we were there, and we also sat down. You're allowed to get two uh, drafts per person. And as I'm looking at the list, like, a lot of their beers are, like, seven and over. But they don't taste like it. It's crazy. I had a, a haze peach. Oof. What?! It was delicious, and I was a little anxious to get it because sometimes you get something that's like one fruit flavor and it's overdone, and I was thinking, oh, it might be too sweet, it yeah. might be like uh, just like saccharine tasting, but then I was at Curate Treehouse, it's probably really good. Yeah. It was delicious. It was just a hint of peach. It was so good. Beautiful. It so was. let's Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers to good beers. Yes. Absolutely. So, like we said, this is our beer in review. So, we are going to go down and discuss our three favorite beers that we had in 2019. And as we said on our Facebook and our Instagram, if you reached out to us and told us what your favorite beer was, we would give you a shout out. So, we have our list of people, and throughout the show, we will be mentioning you and your favorite beer. Dan, what was one of your favorite beers of 2019? Uh, so, I'm a pretty seasonal drinker, so I'm actually going to work kind of in reverse. Uh, nice. my, my favorite beer I think I've had so far, like this winter, uh, was uh, Barrel Leach Hazelnut Imperial Stout by Untitled Art Brewing in a microphone. Um, uh, oh. 
it was pretty simple. I mean, it's a like a pastry stout like you would expect, but uh, at 12.2 was surprisingly not very sweet. Um, incredible, incredible body on it, but it wasn't like chalky or like coating with the tongue. Yeah. And it literally poured and tasted like liquid Ferrero Rocher's. And I mean, who doesn't love Ferrero Rocher's? Yeah. That's the thing, right? It's un- unbelievable beer, one of the best stouts I've had in a long time. So uh, pastry stout, is that an official industry description? Is it something that's kind of... It's kind of... It's like just, the trend right it's, now, it's right? Like, yeah, it's, it's the trend. Um, uh, a lot of breweries are doing it, you know, just like the name kind of tells you what it is. You know, a lot of like sweet additives to it. Almost like a dessert vanilla. beer. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Something you want to... You don't want to start drinking that. You know, yeah. you want to have that to like kind of cap off okay. as like a dessert for the most part. What yes. about somebody that would go to a pastry event and have them all day long, Dan? Uh, you know, I, I did that <laughs> last year. Um, shout out other half for doing Pastry Town. Uh, it was an incredible event and drinking all those stouts for about three hours is... Uh, Rough on the tummy, probably. It's a rough on the tummy, but in moderation, I would definitely recommend. I'm going back next year. Is it an annual excited. thing? It's an annual thing. Yeah, this is the second year they're doing it, so it's going to be really exciting. Tons of breweries from all over the country. Okay. I mean, it's 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 an awesome time, and it's not all stouts too. Some places bring some sours, some okay. IPAs, so there is a little bit of relief if you're not looking to just drink ten plus percent imperial stouts all day which for three hours. Some of us are, but you know. <laughs> Dana, what's one of yours? Um, I didn't do mine in any specific order. Um, so I guess I already mentioned one treehouse, the uh, Haze Peach. Um, it was just amazing, delicious. It was 8.2%. And I don't understand how some breweries can mask that so well and some are super boozy. Like on the nose, you smell it immediately. I don't I don't know. I guess that's what uh, separates the big boys from the little, little tykes. I don't know. It was amazingly delicious, not overly peachy, just like a hint. And even like when it dissipated in your tongue, it was lasting like a little little peachiness. Like and it made you want more. It kind of reminded me of like Snapple peach a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. It just like you kept wanting to have another sip of it. Yeah. But I had to tell myself, it's 8.2%. Like, relax. <laughs> and we have to drive home. So yeah. take it easy. And I think that's like kind of impressive too because drinking this right now, there is a ton of peach notes to it. Mm-hmm. There is a ton of papaya notes. So to do like some of this like condition on peach or brew with peach or whatever yes. and still manage to keep it delicate yes. and like, you know, honed in like that yeah. is really, really impressive. Yeah. I mean, that speaks to me. I'm glad you guys got to drink there. I've been there about eight, nine times and I've never oh, had wow, to really? sit down and have a beer there. So that's so awesome. I heard, so we sat down, we met some really cool guys. It was a father-son. They live 18 minutes away. Cameron and, and Roger, was it? Uh, Rob was the dad's name. Um, and they kind of told us how the place has changed through the years. So when you went, were you able to sit down? Because at one point, you weren't even able to, right? You just exactly. got cans and left. Yeah. So it's huge now. I don't know how it was when you were there. We walked up. There was like a big house, <clears throat> And there's a separate line just for the cans. And they are so organized. There was a friendly guy in like a, a bright yellow jacket. He like waved at us. And he was like, all right, this is what you're going to do. You're going to park next to this car. At this time, I'm going to knock on the window, put you in line. And it was beautiful. It did not, we did get there 45 minutes before they opened, which I highly recommend. Like, get there before they open and just go ahead and line up. Yeah, but it did, moves we, very quickly that way. We didn't have to wait outside in the yes, cold, which is awesome. great. They give you a piece of paper with their availability, which is helpful because what you see online is not necessarily what they have. Sure. So if you go with the list, just be ready to uh, pivot, and that might not be what you're getting. I think they definitely calculated probably a couple of days before, yeah. uh, based on production, how many cans are going to have available, uh, what's limited release, 
Uh, and you go down the list, and it's like you can get 24 or two cases of, of this, you know, a case. Some sorry, things you'll get two cans of yeah. per person. Yeah. But it's an awesome experience. I, I highly recommend everybody go. So while we're talking about uh, Cameron that we met at Treehouse, his favorite beer of 2019 was from Fox Farm in Connecticut, which is where he lives. It was Viridescence. It's an 8.4% American Imperial IPA. I had never heard of that before. I'd heard of the brewery before, yeah. but I'd never had Viridescence before. Well, Brian and Kristen went there, and they were talking to us. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. okay, that makes sense. So I had um, their treat IPA when I was there, uh, and it blew me away. So like that's, that's one of my top beers for 2019. I can't believe it was my first time having it, but being there and kind of having that experience of going through the can pickup, which we haven't done at a brewery yet, at least I no, haven't, no. which is crazy. We've had this podcast for, what, two years, right? Well, in fairness, we started at our kitchen table, and True. then we branched out to bottle shops yes. and our local breweries, and our local breweries, we don't need to do that, because we can just be like, oh, I need this whenever we want, so. True. <laughs> we're branching we out, we're we growing. Pick, we pick up most of the local brewery right. stuff here at Beer Nugget anyways. So. Right, it'd be like, we left it in the bag with Dan. I'm like, oh, great, thanks. <laughs> Uh, I also want to shout out, uh, shout out, shout out, I can't even talk Don't tonight. shoot me, buddy. It's still early. Okay. Uh, I want to shout out my buddy, John Plantier, um, who I work with. He's one of the finance guys that kind of third-party financing for what I do for a living. Uh, he chose Cape May's White Caps, which is an Imperial Double IPA, uh, which is made with Mosaic and Citra Hops. It's a 7.5% ABV out of Cape May, New Jersey, uh, and he spoke very highly of it at the trade show that we were at, okay. so he wanted me to shout that awesome. out. So I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a great uh, holiday with you and your, with, uh, with your family. Should we do one from Brendan and one from Doug? The yes, owners let's of do this that. fine establishment. Mm-hmm. Oh, did that. we say we're at the Beer Dragon? Did we mention that's where we're yeah, sleeping today? At the be- yeah. Okay. At the I don't listen to you. <laughs> okay. We're getting older. It's okay. You do one from Brendan, I'll do one from Doug. <laughs> All right. Brendan Carroll, one of the co-owners here at Beer Noggin, uh, chose Oxbow Brewery, uh, Brewing Company's Surf Casting. Um, which is actually on my list too, so I'll knock that off. You're Those all are my obsessed two. with this beer. Because Explain it's to me why. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Well, what about it? The mouthfeel? So, the... so it, it is, I feel like it is the perfect summer beer, um, whether you're uh, at the beach, um, sailing, um, surf casting, right? so fishing, it's, it's any type of summertime. Yes, it's super okay. refreshing. Um, it's a grisette. Uh, and it has uh, sea salt and lime essence to it. It's That's just, it's, it's awesome. What do you like about it? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those beers that kind of toes the line. It's super refreshing, lightly tart. I mean, Jim, you're not a big sour guy usually. And no, there's no. a mild tartness to it, but even then it's like, it's, it's hard to deny that. I mean, it's, it was my beer of the summer easily. I moved it off of my list because I didn't want everyone here to have the same beer of the year. <laughs> but it was just unbelievable. And I mean, for me, Oxbow was probably the brewery of 2019. Wow. Uh, moving to packaging in cans as well as smaller format bottles uh, and just maintaining quality on top of that and the amount of stuff they're putting into market. Like, they haven't lost a step while doing all of this. They've been just like unbelievably impressive. And they're located in Maine, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is it Oxbow, Maine? Or uh, no, it's not. Uh, We'll look, we'll look it up. <laughs> we'll post that to our IG later on. We'll they are in Maine. It. Look up Oxbow Brewing. If you guys are up in the Northeast, definitely uh, visit that brewing company and others up in Maine. I mean, Portland is an amazing uh, beer culture right now. Yeah. 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 And I mean, another one on my list was another Oxbow beer. 
Uh, it's a collab with uh, Beer Street. My buddy Corbin Piglio owns that spot. Great guy. Uh, brewed for their anniversary this year is a blend of Lupolo, which we all love, Italian style Pilsner, and uh, various uh, wine barrel aged uh, beers. Just uh, unbelievable, uh, tart, funky, ultra refreshing, super like bone dry. Very rare. There wasn't a lot of it made, so I mean, that was like a really special beer to have too, and that was easily like, another. Are they not making any more? Or was that like a one run? Who, who knows? Yeah. They, I mean, I haven't so they released it, it in 2019. Yes. You got a little bit of it. Yeah. We had a keg on here. We were very fortunate to be, you know, one of the few bars that, that got some around here. So nice. that was awesome. Really, really intriguing. I got to nice. jump on the train. So Lupolo is like one of my favorite lagers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's so good. It's so yeah. crushing. And That's it's funny. Thing. It's like when I first got into craft beer and when I first started really hanging out here heavy. It was all about the juice boys, right? It was all about IPAs and which which brewery is like competing to get the the next juice juicy IPA, hazy IPA out on the market. Um, and then Brandon, Doug, you, Sharif, got me into pilsners, and, and now it was all you're about a crispy boy. yes. Now <laughs> I'm a crispy boy. Uh, not saying that I don't enjoy IPAs anymore. I love IPAs, but I really really enjoy a crispy uh, kind of bready, you know. Pilsner that's very refreshing, you know, at any time of year. So, um, shout out to Lupolo and then, you know, Nod Boys for learning my husband. Boys, yeah, yeah, for teaching me, learning me something. Uh, and then also Threes Fleet. That's one of my favorite yeah. Pilsners of the year as well. Um, I didn't really start getting into that until. It was probably last year, but like still, I enjoy it throughout 2019. Okay, I'm going to crack this autumn as we continue. Okay. What do we got here? Um, have we had I, this before? I don't think. We I have. don't think so. Um, have you had this before, Dan? No, this is a, a first Ooh, for me. Absolutely. Nice. Very BFB <laughs> exclusive. Autumn, which is their lager. Nope, it is a double IPA. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna let you read it after cool. I. Look how cloudy she is. Autumn is a fresh entry in the continuing evolution of Treehouse's seasonal efforts, inspired by the vibrant sensory experience associated with hop harvest. And hearkening back to extraordinary memories of the Tasmanian countryside, Autumn utilizes carefully selected galaxy hops atop a heavily oated base beer. The result is Chewy Hop Nirvana. It has the power to instantly transport you to a place of natural wilderness, pristine air, and awe. We invite you to use it as a vehicle to reflect, give thanks, and revel in the company of friends. This Whose autumn. job is it to write this stuff? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it smells unbelievable. I mean, there's, there's got to be, I, wow, they're, they're just exceptional. I mean, they do everything well, but they're double IPAs in particular. And All right, let's taste really, her. Cheers, guys. Their can art and their logo is phenomenal. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> when you say a brewery that just seems to do like everything in the entire experience, well, I don't really get much on the nose. You, did you smell it first? Wow, I feel like I'm in the Alaskan wilderness okay, right now. You're gonna <laughs> the Alaskan wilderness. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so good though. Do you smell anything? It smells like beer okay. and del deliciousness. It tastes delicious. I don't get much. I don't of get a nose. nose. I don't yeah. get a nose off it, but it tastes amazing. Nothing can tell it's a. It's oh my god! Beer. Thank you, brewers at Treehouse. Seriously, these guys are cranking out amazing beers. Uh, let me do one uh, from Doug. Phenomenal. I just realized we didn't do one from Doug, the other owner here at the Beer Noggin. Beer Noggin Bronxville is where we are. There's also another location in Mount Kisco. 
So Doug's number one pick for 2019 is Suarez Cabana Pills. You guys are the crispy boys. Another Pilsner. Yes. Four and a half percent German Pills from New York. Yeah, Suarez phenomenal brewery. It's right up at Conic State Parkway. I still have yet to get up there. I definitely need to do a can pickup at some point. Uh, maybe when winter breaks, just because yeah. Conic's not that fun to drive on in the snow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got to make a trip up there. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So let me just read. We have a bunch of people that gave me their um, their picks. So oh, let's yeah. just read a few. Um, my coworker, Bernie. Bernie. His pick was Finback Coconut IPA. Love that beer. Good choice. I'm not a huge coconut fan, but Finback is a brewery that I do like. Evan, who also hangs out here. Uh, Frost Beer Works Plush, 8.5%, New England IPA. I asked him what his favorite beer was, and he had to look it up when I'm tapped. Evan Thurston, the 72nd. My man. <laughs> and then our friend Heather Bishop. Hi, Heather. Her favorite is Equilibrium, Life After Death Star on Nitro. It is an 11% American Imperial Stout. She was having it as I texted her yesterday. She was like, I just had it. My favorite beer of 2019. <laughs> um, let's see. Jada Cody next? Yeah. Nice. So Jada Cody, our friend who is a chef down in Louisiana who beat Bobby Flay. He did. He beat the socks off of Bobby Flay. Making crawfish. <laughs> like, who in their right mind would make crawfish against this kid? I don't know. Yeah, that's a dumb Cajun all day. Yeah. Bobby Flay. Yes. If you're uh, ever down in Baton Rouge, check out Government Taco. Yes. It's on Government Street. Go it is on there. Government Street. It's on Government Street in Baton Rouge. Look it up. Look up their Instagram. And Jay, he now has a radio show. He Daily does. radio show. He has a podcast. Fighting Booze. This is live radio show now every day. Well, no, he has JD's. He has like a podcast now. now. Anyway, look up Jay Ducote. D U C O T E. He is uh, just. He's a phenomenal person. Uh, yes. Anytime that we go down to Dana's home city of uh, Baton Rouge, he is so hospitable in taking us around. He took us on a food truck tour. Yeah. Did I mention Years this on any ago. past episodes? I don't even know. I don't think so. We went down to Baton Rouge. He was so ingrained in the food culture down there. He had just come out with his barbecue sauce. And I think he has his, his own coffee. His coffee line. He has his own his, wine. His wine line. And he, and he linked up with Calandro's, which is like a local yeah, yeah, supermarket yeah. down yeah. there. Uh, and they started, you know, selling his products. Uh, and he took us on a food truck tour. And he was using Twitter to find the locations for that day for each food truck. That's awesome. And EA Games, like EA yeah, Sports, where they make Madden and NHL and NBA games. Um, they have a headquarters down there. They have, like, a bunch of developers. And there was this burger truck outside that had a fried egg on it, on their burger. And it was, like, that was phenomenal. And then we did, yeah. what else did we do? Tacos that day? Yeah. What's JD's pick for 2019? Um, I not that I was gonna guess what he was gonna say, but I was like, this is not what I was expecting. Snickerdoodle, coffee, shadowproof barrel aged imperial stout from Sun King Brewing in Indianapolis. I'd never heard of them. Well, wow. 12.2% Russian imperial stout. What makes an imperial stout Russian? Great question. I don't know. Does it because it's 11? What is it? It's ABPM 12.2%. Normally when you see a Russian Imperial Stout, it's super high, but I don't know if that's why. It's is it to imperial. keep you warm in the 
in the Russian that. winters. Is that, is that Russian? Nah, I don't know. In, yeah, in Siberia? Mean, I, 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 in Siberia? I think it's more the fact that it's usually like higher ABV. Yeah, it's yeah. gotta be. Um, certain level of grossiness to it. Because it's cold as shit there. Like so they, <laughs> it's definitely not vodka, is it? Yeah, right. I would hope not. <laughs> Who do we have next? Jay's counterpart? Uh, so our friend Brent Broussard. And then goes Aeon Pecan Mud Cake Stout. A pastry stout. 11% American Imperial Stout. So pastries are definitely like the Pop thing right now. Yeah. So if you're, Dan, if it's a pastry stout, I know you said the ones you had weren't super sweet, but when I hear pastry, they, I think they, sweet. They very often do tend to be on the, on the much sweeter side. Yeah, Yeah, um, I don't know if I could do that. It's it can be a lot. Get the you know, sugars. It's it's definitely something you want to share with people usually, mainly because they come in like larger format bottles. Yeah, but like, yeah. It is a nice treat to have. <laughs> Wilford Brimley, you got a case of the sugars. You want to do Brendan's second pick? Yeah, Brendan Carroll's second pick uh, is Torch and Crown Beer Company's Intersect uh, IPA, which uh, incorporates Vic Secret and Citra hops. Uh, this session IPA series has been fantastic. But if I choose one, it's Vic Secret and Citra. Okay, so Intersect is a series of IPAs yeah, that like Torture Crown they're released. They're dual hop, like AZ Session IPA series. Awesome. The base, uh, the base beer on this lets the hops completely shine. Uh, it includes pineapple, tropical fruit, and citrus. For days. For days. Yeah. With a Z, <laughs> For days. That's how you know it's serious. Yes. Yeah, I mean. Yes. That's such a fantastic beer. That entire series has been great. I think we've had every iteration of it here in the bar, either on tap or in the fridge as well. Torch and Crown, another local brewery that's just killing it right now. On the it's, come up, it's, right? It's they're, so um, nice to see. They a, were brewing in the Bronx. Now they're so opening a facility. Did they open it yet? They said late 2019. Yeah, it's not quite open yet, I don't think. Okay. Um, uh, hopefully soon, though, because uh, they've... They've just been crushing it. It's going to be on Van Dam Street, or what am, am I making this up? There. Somewhere Lower East sure. Side. Right? Yeah, lower not? West why, Side. Why not? Lower West Side, is it? <laughs> yes, I believe, I believe you're correct. Lower, lower West Side. They had yeah. a rainbow beer this year for the 50th anniversary yes. of Pride. Yep. It was delicious. It was, it was great. I greatly enjoyed that beer a lot. Yeah. Yeah. When you poured it out, it looked like a rainbow? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. It was magically delicious. <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> did you each do your second pick of 2019? I did, yeah. Okay. So let me... I may have done all three of mine. I said three is bleed as well. Um, so another one of mine was Hudson Valley, outstanding contribution to the historical process. Sour IPA, six percent, taste of strawberries, lemon, peach. I guess I like peaches. Tart, tangerine, and lime zest. It was. I also am not a huge sour fan. It was a sour IPA, but it was very refreshing this summer. It was just delightful. Yeah. I, I like all those flavors together, and there is something about lime zest you guys mentioned in the Oxbo. Like the lime and the salt in the beer you're talking about, something about the combination of that is delicious. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, that's like when this place first opened, one of the first things Brendan and I bonded over is like, we just want lime in every beer. <laughs> it's, it's like the best thing in the world. Cannot it, get enough it really of it, is. you know? Yeah. Thanks, Coronas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's Damn right. Uh, did you have another person you want to uh <coughs> Let's go back to our list of our friends and our listeners. Okay, so my sister-in-law, Lindsay, likes Parish Brewing. Happy to talk about a Louisiana oh, brewery. I know you guys are going to have something to say about Parish after this. So her favorite from Parish Brewing is Cane Break. It is a wheat ale, 5%. It has been a bestseller since 2012, 2010. It is using the remnants of honey from Louisiana sugarcane. 
notes of citrus, and they use the Cascade hops from Oregon. Yeah, and we've had that when we've been down in Louisiana yes. before, like a four pack at yeah. your parents' house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's nice and refreshing, and you know if you if you uh, you know want to just kind of drink it while you're having some crawfish, that's always good. Look at well. you being a local. That sounds like a good one. Um, I know tail. you guys like another beer from Harris Brewing. Yes. You talk about Ghost in the Machine a little bit. You know, it was... Because Dana brought some back for you. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And uh, when I first started getting into beer, that was like the first beer I ever traded for. Oh, so wow, really? Last beer I ever traded for as well. <laughs> um, I mean, it, I think as far as like, you know, like the trend of like hazy IPAs, it was one of the first like true ones that I had. and But just so well balanced, so yeah. hot forward without being sweet. I mean, it's just... It's the phenomenal beer, you know. Everything I've had from Parrish has been nothing short of exceptional. Their yeah. stuff is just great. Their branding is great. Yeah. I love those guys. Awesome. I have a special mention from another Louisiana brewery, uh, Gnarly Barley in yes. Hammond, Louisiana. Yes. They make a beer called Jucifer, 6% mm. New England IPA. She's just delicious. She I'm sure very, is. very proud of these Louisiana breweries because when I lived there, this was not happening. <laughs> I go home like, what the fuck is going on now? It's beautiful we we traveled down to baton rouge for dana's high school reunion don't say what year and i'm just kidding i don't care <laughs> anyway last, last, it was last, come out of his last mouth. year we were down there right yeah and we went to uh friends of hers that we went to their house they uh met in high school married now to yeah so that's where we had the reunion because yes. i graduated with the class of like 63 people so, yeah, so super you were small. able to have a reunion at somebody's home so we go to their home <laughs> and they have these large like uh kind of cooler kind of buckets you know yeah. with the handles on either side um on the kitchen countertops and filled with ice and one was you know had rosé and wine and whatever in it riesling stuff like that <laughs> the other one was filled with craft beer i thought the other one was gonna be filled with like light beer right i didn't know what i was walking into <laughs> how so, dare you <laughs> these people were beer educated right Kristen so, and zach stafford yes thank Stay you so much nice. folks for, for hosting <laughs> Um, and he reaches in, the husband reaches in, grabs a can of gnarly barley juice of her. And I look at the can art, I'm like, wow, that's cool. Uh, he goes, you like IPAs? And I said, yeah. He goes, I think you'll like this. It's like juicy? I'm like, yeah. So I crack it open. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, I'm yeah. like, you got a case of this here? Like how many of these do you have? <laughs> Jim is about the Kool-Aid man through the wall. Yes. yes. It was so good. And then he said, he came over to me and... All the guys. All the guys, pretty much, and said, hey, uh, you drink bourbon? And I'm like, yeah, of course I do. He's like, all right, cool, come in the other room. So we go in the other room, they have this alcove, and you walk in, and it's this whole bourbon collection that he has. It's a room of bourbon. Yeah. So I'm looking around for my husband, it's I was like, like all the men there. are gone. He belongs to the bourbon. Now. And yeah, I walked so. in, and Zach was like, oh, we're just having bourbon. I'm like, so women don't like bourbon? He was like, oh, you want some? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, where have you been? And I'm like, uh, look at this wall. So Understood. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying Blanton's, I'm trying all this different Kentucky style, you know, and I'm just like, this is so amazing. I can't believe it. Um, so, you know, tied one on that night. Not gonna say I didn't. Uh, we, had a, we had a really good time. You should be, you should be proud, too. Yeah, the house, was, great time the house was phenomenal. You walk in this amazing From foyer, foyer, right? <laughs> and then you go a little bit further, and there was a cutout in the middle of the house, and it was like a, a garden, an outside garden. Like, so yeah, you walked like around the outside. Area. Yeah, it was amazing. 
There's a pool yeah. in the back and a guest house where the kids were hanging out. There's a gym in the guest house, too. Is yeah. there? Yeah. You made that up. No, I went and I checked That's... everything out. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> the kids you were supposed to go the back The kids were back there watching a the movie in the, in the guest the house. The kids were. Yeah. I just, you know. All right, moving on. Gin, Gin Chiapetta. Her favorite beer 2019, Mortalis Brewing, Treats of the Goddess Sour IPA. Apparently, it's a series, and she likes the carrot cake one. Oh. I have not heard of this. Have you? Mortalis oh. Brewing? Where are they? I've heard of Mortalis, but I've never heard of them. Um, you heard of Mortalis? Um, okay. I did not look up where they are. Yeah, Her husband's favorite was uh, it's a tie. <laughs> Hill Farmstead Double Rewaka. Is that it? Yes. I have not had that. Oh, yeah. And then Top oh, really Life, Morning Delight. Those were his top two. Nice. Again, another Imperial Stout coming in at 12.8. So people are really loving high, high percentage stouts this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kool-Aid. That's the couple we met at the uh, beer festival that yes. we worked with. Yes. yes. Awesome. Lovely people. Uh, then I met uh, a bunch of friends of Doug's that came into Mount Kisco, and I was like, oh, do me a favor, write down your favorite beers. Oh, sure. nice. There we go. So uh, they live in Jersey City. Thanks, guys. One's favorite was Fat Orange Cat. It's not yesterday anymore. Mickler Brunch is another one. Single Cut 18 Watt. And Montauk Pumpkin Ale. Montauk seems to be coming up a little bit. Yeah. Like, I I've had their Pale Ale, whatever it's called, and I thought it's a good... Good, clean, crisp beer, but I've seen other things on taps more often now. Yes. It's super yeah, popular cool. um, during the summertime yeah. with the east, Easterner vacationers yes. that go out um, towards the Hamptons and Montauk. But yeah, it, I've seen it like through Instagram, my friends posting that go out there on fishing trips and go out there for, you know, they have a home, their friends' families have homes out there. Uh, and it's in all the posts. And I'm like, wow, these are like all ads for Montauk, Montauk yes. Brewing Company. And these people aren't getting paid for it. Yeah. All right, let's crack our last one. Danny's Ooh. open up the shop. Ooh. What do we got? This is, oh, I know you're really excited about this. This is another one from Treehouse that they all have been. And Miles to Go Before I Sleep. It's an Imperial Milk Stout, 10.1%. If you have miles to go before you can lay your head down to rest, I would not suggest drinking the 10 point. <laughs> 10 and miles to go is one of our biggest stouts with amplified character of chocolate, coffee, and peanut butter. Wow. Decadent. Hello. So, would this be considered a pastry stout? Kind of toes that line a little bit. <laughs> right, <you know? laughs> it's a pretty like, yeah, loosely defined term for the most part, I guess, but all oh, that just looks delightful. It does. Uh, it's a nice dark color. This is just the time of year for me for, for stouts. I cheers. Love cheers. Cheers, guys. Oh, my it God. It smells amazing. That's unreal. It's like a peanut butter. Yes. It's a syrup. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Chocolatey, caramelly, just deliciousness. A touch of coffee, too. I mean, it's... Ooh. This is amazing. It tastes of peanut butter on the back I end. do, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. Treehouse does it again, folks. Three amazing beers. Glad I got more cans at home. <laughs> All right, Doug's second pick, and I want to leave Doug out. Blackberry Farm Classic. I've been seeing that more and more now. It's a uh, really? Belgian saison from Tennessee. Okay. Tennessee, 6.3%. Have you ever had that one? Oh uh, yeah, we actually had uh, cans of it in the fridge here. Yeah, they oh, nice. just gone, right? Yeah. And it was yeah very quick. Yeah. I don't see many beers from Tennessee. I was a little excited to see that. I don't know any brewery from Tennessee. Yeah. The South is coming up. 
What, um, I mean, I don't want to say they're rising again because that means something <laughs> yeah, totally was, different. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm glad you said that. I didn't have to. Pump the brakes. Right? We're trying to get all these old guys out of Congress. Pump the brakes. These, these turkey neck uh, racist mofos. All right. Um, so, what are we excited about going into 2020? Uh, you know, each individually, what are you guys thinking in regards to? craft beer brewing industry and maybe a brewery that is just up and coming they're going to open up a location uh a brewery that you've heard they're going to do a collabo with another one of your favorite breweries like what are you dan what are you most excited about going into the new year um i'm really excited to see uh how like the the pendulum of trends is going to swing you know uh it's like you talked about before you know the hazy IPAs and like sours and stuff is usually a really big entry point for a lot of people and a lot of breweries you know that's where they were focusing a lot of their attention but you're seeing more and more breweries now start to do lagers and pilsners or like some barrel aged efforts and farmhouse ales and stuff mm-hmm. so I'm really really excited to see those kind of things like come into fruition in 2020 yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of fun new experimental beer I mean 2019 was a phenomenal year for beer mm-hmm. I think 2020 is going to top it without question awesome and uh, breweries I'm really excited about uh, pretty much all in our own backyard Torch and Crown I'm excited for them to get their spot open uh, the wonderful people at Talea I'm really really hyped for them I mean they've been home run after home run crushing it not a single less than great beer from them just super exciting stuff it's it's going to be cool and then uh, in Yonkers uh, Simple Motive is supposed to be open up as well I'm uh, excited yeah. really excited a bunch of great guys my yeah. buddy Andy um that's down by the river? That's good. It's going to be down over on like Nepperhan Avenue yes. in the old carpet mill there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Really, really excited for those guys. It's going to be a yeah. great introduction to that area. And it's Field trip. I mean, it's a great time to be drinking beer, that's for sure. You know, yes. They're popping well, we up everywhere. Uber there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's going to sure be can. fun. That's yeah. gonna be a blast. <laughs> nice. Definitely. How about awesome. you guys? Come on. They um, co-sign on Talea. Excited they got a space, excited to see them build it out, excited to go visit and see all the cool things that they're going to be doing there. Excited for industrial arts, moving into another space and doing even more. Yeah, and Beacon already has a lot of cool things going on. Um, I love Chief's Beer. I love Sophia and her innovation and her events like the, um, what's the name of the event we went to? Uh, Lab Fest. Yes. Cannot wait for Lab Fest Part 2 this year. I cannot believe that that was her first year running such an event, huge, and just killed it. we got to get Dan a Saturday Super off. Super excited. For, uh, for Dan's going to take a day off, and we're yes. all going to go. Yeah. I'm there. Um, That's it. The trend that I'm looking forward to <laughs> going coverage. away is using lactose in every damn beer. Yeah. Enough. Okay. Please stop. And you? <laughs> uh, I'll echo um, Torch and Crown. Uh, I'll also echo Industrial Arts. Uh, and Talea, I'm, I'm excited for you know the owners of all three of those breweries, and then also um, you know what what Sloop does because I really enjoy their beers. Uh, as I look at these coasters that we have, it's a bunch of Juice Bomb coasters, um, you know their classic Juice Bomb and kind of what they're getting into and what they're going to be doing in 2020 is going to be phenomenal. Uh, their brewing facility is awesome. Uh, Dan and I got to go up there and sit down with Joe Turco, the head of their sales. And Turco's amazing. Turco's just a great, great person all around. Great so I'm really looking forward to more trips there in 2020. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, just seeing, you know, out of the New York breweries that we haven't been to yet. More uh, trips. You know, doing some more trips, recording some more podcasts um, with, you know, 
maybe Grimm or Five Burrows and, and uh, Torch and Crown once their location gets opened yeah. up. So a lot of really exciting things to come in 2020. Um, do we have any other friends that I got one beers? more and I want to leave her out. Her name is Jess. She's my new friend at Nog and Kisco. She really enjoyed the Greenport Harbor Brewing Company's Leaf Pile. Not even like a pumpkin beer fan. Really liked it. Awesome. Nice. And uh, Brendan Carroll's uh, third pick was Summer Landscape from Industrial Arts Brewing. Uh, it's the Landscape Lager Series. Uh, Brendan says it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they feature New York State ingredients. Uh, and for this one, they used six-row barley and corn and hopped it with OG hops grown in New York. Uh, Nugget, Glacier, Willamette, and Mount Hood. Uh, it's a super clean lager with some of that earthy quality you get from those classic ingredients. Uh, drank quite a few of those this past summer. So we want to thank everybody for their Hold contributions on. Sorry. to Doug. One more from Doug. Oh, Doug. Right. come on! Right. Sorry, Doug's always got. And take, it's, take and it's funny day. that his last one is also industrial arts. It's oh. their power tools, oh. which is one of your beautiful beers. Yeah, yeah. These boys, not even here, and they're doing the right thing. They're ending yeah. together. <laughs> awesome, side by side. Uh, again, I want to thank. Dan, thank you for coming on thank the show. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Let's yeah. please do it again. Awesome. awesome. Any day. We will. <laughs> we, will have a, uh, we will have a Dan Fennell episode every season of But First Beer. At least one. Yeah. At season. least one. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for coming on. Also, thank you to all of our friends and family that contributed to the Beer and Review episode. This year has been phenomenal in our second yeah, season of the show. We great. will be starting season three in 2020. Uh, we don't have an episode booked yet, but we're working on booking one. It's definitely going to be an interview at a brewery, so you guys can get excited about that. We have a lot of people interested in being on the show, which is cool. Instead of us like reaching out, we have people reaching out to us. Correct. So yes. all we have to do is book something, so that's yeah. very cool. A couple of people that run beer festivals, yes. uh, their next event coming up in the new year. They're already reaching out to us um, so that they can promote their event through we our lit. show. We lit. Litty over here <laughs> at BFB. So keep listening to us. We'll be posting some stuff uh, to the Instagrams from our Treehouse visit and also from today's episode. And we will talk to you guys soon. Uh, if you're thirsty for more, you can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBot, Google Podcasts. Overcast Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public. Please rate us and give us five stars. My niece Ella says hello to everybody. My great nephew Sean says hello to everybody. Bye, guys. Chica, chica. <laughs>